online at bull.com Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960, The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am the aforementioned Brian Hanks, and we are very happy to have you here on listening to the show. However you are consuming this product this morning, whether it is, uh, or today, whether it's on uh, SoundCloud, whether it is on uh, 960 The Bull, 960TheBull.com, or if it's on 107.5 in New Bern and Greenville or 252 ESPN, we are very, very thankful to have you. Uh, if you missed the first hour of today's show, by golly, you miss a, a show with one of the hottest women in all of Lenora County, Linda Whittington, as she's walking around here. We're doing the show, let me tell you, if you're just joining us, we're doing the show from uh, Pine No Shores, uh, this morning or today as uh, Lenore Community College is playing in the Region 10 tournament in Moorhead City. Want to thank again our very good friend Danny Rice for opening up his home, uh, opening up his guest home here in uh, Pine No Shores to let us do the show from here. Really, really do appreciate him. Just truly one of the good guys and uh, thank you. Thank you so much there, uh, Danny, for letting us do this. And again, if you missed the first hour of today's show, you missed a very good hour as uh, we had Paul Whittington join us. You heard from uh, Gary, uh, Gary Smith following last night's, uh, 12 to four win over wake tech in the uh, first round of the, uh, region 10 tournament. And of course, as always, you miss any part of this show. There's one place you can absolutely go, uh, go to brianhanks.com. You can listen to the show there. You can, uh, listen to any of our, uh, previous, this is uh, what episode eight fifty three. You can uh, listen to any of our uh, previous 852 episodes of The Brian Hanks Show by going to uh, brianhanks.com. It'll take you over to uh, SoundCloud, and that's where you can listen to all our shows. Okay, coming up here in this hour, like I said, uh, we've got uh, coming up here in just a few moments. In fact, we're going to be calling him here in just a moment. It's going to be Todd Morgan. Uh, he's uh, on the North Carolina High School Athletic Association's Board of Directors. You're going to hear fr- uh, he's going to be telling us about the uh, NIL decision that the Board of Directors made earlier this week and i just i just need a primer i need some i need to know what's going on with that and listen nobody is better than todd morgan for that so i appreciate him uh that's going to be joining us here in a little bit and then north Lenore head baseball coach jackson massey his hawks last night beat south Lenore eight to six and as a result of that and southwest onslow losing at east duplin last night that means that uh north Lenore is going to be uh in the uh uh, the number one seed coming out of the East Central 2A. Congratulations to the Hawks for that. South Nor, good game for them last night. They unfortunately lose, though. They'll be the three seed going into the playoffs. And then uh, we'll round out today's show with our, our good friend, the great Lynn Hartzell, uh, the Region 10 commissioner. He's going to take help us take a look back at last night's games uh, and then preview tonight's games, including – Pitt Community College taking on uh, our very own Lenore Community College. Hey, let's uh, get a couple sponsors in here uh, before we uh, get uh, Coach Morgan up here on the line with us. And I want to thank uh, our good friends over at Spence Automotive. Spence Automotive is where I get my car services absolutely positively, where you should go to, located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lot. Spence Automotive is owned by local sports writing legend Keith Spence and is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires and tell him the Brian Hank Show sent you. I also want to thank, uh, speaking of Danny Rice, hey, got to thank uh, Woodman Life 
I've had my life insurance, the woman line for more than 10 years. I could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. Yes, Linda, I'm talking about you. The beauty of Woman Life, though, isn't just a peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for uh, our community, as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you again so much to Danny Rice, to Jared Edwards, and Woman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, Call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kinston beside her Highland Furniture. It's across from Cell Auto Mall. And don't forget, they're going to have the ribbon cutting of the, the new facilities out at uh, Pearson Park. That is tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Uh, Coach Morgan, have you ever been uh, – I know you've been to ribbon cuttings before, but have you ever, have you ever been to a toilet paper cutting before? Wow, I can't say as I have. <laughs> <Me> <laughs> Sounds either. pretty exciting. It, it is. <laughs> and it, that's something I've been to a lot of ribbon cuttings, but uh, it's really cool. Woodman built a new uh, facilities uh, out at uh, Pearson Park, and as part of the barbecue festival on the noose, they're going to be uh, celebrating. I, I can't wait. I, I've never seen one before. You might you might see that on my Snapchat tomorrow or on my social media, but uh, go ahead, Coach. Well, I look forward to that. That's great. Yeah, I've been through a lot of ribbon cuttings myself, but never a toilet paper. So I'll, I'll look forward to seeing all about that. That that sounds wonderful. And I've even heard, hey, here's the exciting part, Coach. It's going to be two-ply. Oh, nice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a little challenge there. There you uh, go. Listen, one of our favorite people in the world. I got to know you when I got to Eastern North Carolina in 2002 when you were the head basketball coach over at Green Central. I've, I got to tell you, I've kind of, you know, being a reporter, being a guy on the sideline and you know, being an observer, that's what I always consider being a sports reporter coach. You know, I've got to see you go from Green Central to goodness gracious, coach, all your stops, Goldsboro, Chapel Hill. I mean, just a great job you did in Chapel Hill and uh, restoring that program to, uh, to excellence. And uh, Joan Sr., East Carteret, and I know I'm leaving out a couple, but coach, it's just been such an honor to watch you in your journey. And I have told you that here on the air before on the Brian Hanks show, I've told you in person, uh, it, it, it is. You're, you're one of the truly good guys, and thank you so much, and welcome to the show this morning, Coach. Well, thank you, Brian. I appreciate that uh, kind introduction, and, and uh, of course, I enjoyed every stop along the way. And uh, 27 years in this business, I did 20 uh, as a head basketball coach, as you mentioned, and athletic director for 15, and athletic director at five different schools, and, and basketball coach at several different schools. And uh, we just always tried to roll our sleeves up, work hard, get some great kids involved in our program and had some great coaches. And, uh, you know, we tried to leave things a little better than we found them at every stop. And and I uh, think we think we ever accomplished that most of the time. So uh, but, you know, I've kind of transitioned over, obviously, into administration. And so these last seven years have been um, three years as assistant principal. And this is uh, my fourth year as a principal and uh, a couple of different stops as principal. Jones senior for a couple of years and now my second year here at Charles B. Acock and kind of neat being back as a principal uh, at Acock and, and same at Jones senior where I had previously served as the basketball coach. So uh, I had some familiarity and, uh, but neat to be in a, in a different leadership role, but, but uh, certainly in, in uh, an important leadership role as the principal. And, and of course it's a great day at CBA cock as uh, we always say. And, and Randy Bledsoe is credited with that, that comment, but we always say that every morning it's a great day at CBA. So 
Um, appreciate you giving me a chance to be on the, on the show with you this morning. I and listen, I appreciate you. We're going to get into that in just a second. But like I always told you, and uh, I always consider, and I can please consider this a compliment when I say this, Coach Morgan. But I always thought you were the Larry Brown of uh, of prep basketball in the state of North Carolina. And it's like you said, you know, Larry Brown had a lot of stops, but you know what? You could say the exact same thing. Everywhere he went, Coach, it was better than it was when he left it. You know, I mean, he would go into programs that really needed some help, and you did the same thing, Coach. But you know what? Every single freaking time that you left, it it was better than it was when you got there. Yeah, well, you know, I think, like I said, that's a credit to having some great student athletes, young men, young women that that you know uh, were willing to uh, to uh, play for us and work hard because uh, you know we did take a lot of pride in our preparation and. Uh, we tried to make sure that our, our student athletes worked hard and represented our school and represent the name on the front of that jersey, uh, always with class and pride and give our best effort. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of great assistant coaches as well along the way that helped me. I learned as much from them uh, or more than they learned from me, I'm sure. I just drove the bus. And, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we, we had a lot of fun, and we did win, win quite a few basketball games along the way as well. So when, when you look back at your career and believe listen, we've got you on because you're on the North Carolina high school athletic association board of directors. And I promise we're going to get into that here in a moment, but I, sure. I love picking your brain coach when I have you on. And when you look back at your career and like I said, all the stops that you had and all the success that you had in your coaching career, what stands out to you? There's got to be a moment or two that, and again, you, I've never seen anybody have as much school pride at each one of the stops that you had, and you brought out the best in your student athletes. You brought out the best in student bodies at uh, all these places that you went to. I, I, I didn't even mention Newburn. I mean, you, you had a stop in yeah. Newburn too. I mean, just yeah, all these places Newburn. that you did. And, yeah. uh, but what, there's got to be a moment or two, or maybe two or three moments that you think back, Coach, when you're, you're, you're sitting again. You're closer to the end of your uh, teaching and uh, your teaching journey and administration journey than you are to the beginning of it. Uh, but when you look back at that, just your awesome coaching resume, what stands out to you, Coach? Is, are there two or three moments that it brings a smile to your face? Well, yeah. I mean, I think they all do. You know, you reflect back, and nowadays you look and you always used to say you had you had a great season. Someone would say you had a great season, Coach, and you say, well, you know, let's give it twenty years and let's see see how good we did. And I really mean that because I think a lot of times you look back and you see the, the young men and young women that you coach and then what what kind of citizens they become, what kind of, you know, um, moms and dads and, and uh, you know, doctors and lawyers. There's a lot of kids out there that have gone on to do great things. And, I, and Facebook is wonderful for me because I stay in touch with all these kids that played for me back in the 90s and the, and the 2000s and, and the 2010s and through, the, through these 27 years. But I do really enjoy seeing them and they're getting married and having babies and, <laughs> and their successes and work and going on to grad school and all the different accomplishments that the kids are doing that, you know, you had the pleasure of coaching. Um, you know, certainly, you know, look back, I miss coaching. I'll be honest. I, I still, uh, I love being at all the games, all the sports and, uh, but you know, basketball season, when you're in there, you're kind of watching and I miss the relationships with other coaches. I still stay in touch with Perry and Wells and, and some of my my good buddies in the in the coaching business, I live vicariously through them these days. I tell them that, and I uh, enjoy watching their teams play. And and um, Larry Williford and I are good friends. We serve on the board together. And and uh, Rob Maloney and and Chad Duncan and Fred Lynch, a lot of people that you know are just dear to me. And, and we've had some battles through the years, and they're still in coaching. And so I, 
I kind of get to watch it through them now. But And I miss the relationships with the sports media um, and the officials. You know, Leo Lockhart and, and you and our, our conversations after games and things like that. But, uh, you know, so, so I really miss all of it in terms of the coaching side of it. Um, you know, serving a different role now and I get to enjoy uh, education-based athletics in a different way. Uh, you know, I mean, certainly highlights when I look back and reflect, you know, our boys' basketball team at Chapel Hill High School was able to make a run to the Final Four. Our girls' basketball team at East Carter High School was also able to make a run to the Final Four. So being able to take a, a girls' team and a boys' team to the Final Four was pretty special. Um, and, and But, you know, a lot of a lot of fond memories with all the teams and um, going all the way back to 94, 95 when someone gave me a chance out at, at Ocracoke School, you know, on the Outer Banks and, and, and then through all the other stops and uh, – and yeah, you know, Green Central, and of course, you know, you get the schedule at Green Central, and, and first game is at Kenston, and Wells is loaded with the uh, with the team, and you're thinking, oh my goodness, you know, Link Lyles, I don't know if you did many favors here, but uh, <laughs> but um, but you know, just always so much fun, and Newburn and Goldsboro and, and Chapel Hill, as you mentioned, and you know, East Carter, Jones Senior, all the different stops along the way, um, just just so many fond memories, and really, it's all about the kids and and the relationships that you build with them and then be able to maintain that, you know, even now and just seeing how they grow and uh, all the wonderful things they've been able to accomplish. There you go. You're the only coach or, or now administrator that's been 27 years in the business that looks like he's in his mid-30s. So I don't know where you discovered the fountain of youth, but I wish you would share it with me, okay? <laughs> well, I tell you, and, and you say, you know, people say, well, you're getting 27 years, you're getting uh, to the end of your career, and you start thinking, I say, well, you know, I'm 54, I'm not that old, and uh, and we've got Tally Grace, our daughter is in the fifth grade, and she's 11, and Michael, our son, is in the third grade, and he's nine, so this is probably more like a 40-year career than a 30-year career for me, <laughs> so uh, we got to get this through high school and, and hopefully through college, good Lord willing, you know, so, um, so, so this is... Uh, going to be a little bit longer in this business certainly and uh and um you know i try to stay young i think chasing them around is probably keeps me young as much as anything and and of course as a coach i think you're always uh staying active with your kids and 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 that kind of helps as well well there you go todd morgan uh the principal at cba cock he's also a member of the north carolina high school athletic association board of directors and coach i gotta tell you as someone that I pride myself, Coach, on uh, – and I hope you don't mind – I know you're a principal. You don't mind if I keep calling you Coach, do you? Not at all. That's a <laughs> that's a compliment. I, I get that all the time, really, everywhere I've been because, uh, like I said, even at Jones Senior and, and even here at ACOC as principal, um, having been a previous coach here, you know, the, that's still how everybody knows you. So I get that's pretty much everybody calls me Coach. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure before I kept doing it over the next 10 minutes or so, I wanted to make sure we were good with this. But – but, Coach, uh, I, I pride myself on keeping my ear to the ground on Chapel Hill issues. And when I say Chapel, I mean NCHSAA issues. And, you know, I was excited to see that, you know, we're, we're actually really talking about a shot clock. I've been a big-time advocate of having a shot clock in high school basketball and uh, other things that are going on. The NIL thing caught me off guard, Coach. I mean, I didn't even know you guys were even considering that until I guess I saw Nick Stevens have something about it uh, up on High School OT, I guess Monday or Tuesday, and then you guys talk about it, you discuss it, and then you vote it into action with a 15-3 to vote on Wednesday. Coach, I guess uh, from your point of view, being on the board, 
Uh, I guess this is something you guys have been talking about now for uh, at, at least weeks and maybe even months, isn't it, sir? Coach, if you're talking, I can't hear you, sir. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Hank. Sorry hey. about that. I think I uh, think that, think I stepped out of my zone for a minute there, but I'm back. Um, yeah. I, you know, uh, you mentioned shot clock, and I do want to say something about that as well. And, and certainly NIL, I, I know that's the point of the question. I'll get to that for sure. Um, shot clock. You know, as a basketball coach, I'm a big proponent of the shot clock because I feel like as a coach, I always I always felt like I was a uh, you tried to be a strategic coach, you know, and uh, an X and O guy and, and execution. And uh, so I felt like, uh, you know, from a coaching standpoint, a shot clock, I could hopefully find a way to make that to our team's advantage, um, two-for-one situations, and uh, use our press to maybe take some time off that clock and, and put somebody in a late clock situation. And, and I think defensively, we always pride ourselves on playing defense. And I felt like we could we could probably play defense for 20 seconds if we could get that shot clock down a little bit. And uh, – We'd probably be pretty good. So I, I feel like as as a you know as a former coach, or I still consider myself a coach. Uh, shot clock, I'm all for. I, I think the thing that the committee keeps coming to um, on that one because I was on that that committee. When you're on the association uh, board of directors, you, this is my third year. You serve a four year term, and so you rotate on the different committees each of the four terms. So I started out on the sports committee, and then I was on the review officiating committee, and then this year I'm on the policy committee. And next year I'll be on finance committee in my last year on the board. And um, so I know that the shot clock has been in conversation for all three years I've been on the board. And I think the biggest thing is implementation and um, making sure before it rolls out that uh, what's the cost involved for schools? Can every school afford the shot clocks? Um, what's the operations? You know, sometimes we have schools that have a hard time even finding somebody to run the regular clock or keep the book. Um, what do we do about operating the shot clock yeah. and who's going to, who's going to handle that. And then from an officiating standpoint, obviously I know, I'm sure they could be trained up and up to speed and the Leo Lockhart's of the world won't have any problem because they, they officiate college games and are already used to the shot clock. But um, I do think there was some question from the officiating standpoint of, are they ready to be able to implement a shot clock? So I think we're closer. Um, I think that was the purpose of, of looking at it as a study and seeing uh and, and then maybe potentially doing something in the near future with a shot clock. So, and I am a proponent of it because I do think it will help our game in terms of of coaching. But I think you've got to make sure you've you got all the all the other things in place as well before you roll something like that out. Um, NIL, yeah, I mean, that thing kind of has grown. And, and uh, to get into that, I, I actually, um, on the policy committee, we've looked at it for a couple of years and talked about NIL. It's been kind of coming. We've seen it grow. Um, and now we're up to 20, we'll be the 28th state that has an NIL deal for high school athletics. Um, and kind of that number kept growing through the years. And uh, we, we, you know, we were looking at it uh, as a board. Policy committee looked at it. And the policy committee made a recommendation that the, um, that the full board create an NIL committee to do some research and to try to draft what would become potentially an NIL policy for our state. I was asked to be the chair of that NIL policy committee. And so, uh, you know, I said, when Q calls, you, you just say yes, you know, and uh, yeah. that's, how, that's how that works. But, but I was honored to be asked to be a part of that and um, had a great committee, uh, Chad Duncan, Rob Maloney, um, 
Steve Robinson from Charlotte Mac, a lot of folks from across the state. We had representation from all eight regions, um, principals, athletic directors, coaches, all involved on that committee. And, um, and we did quite a bit of work to, to come up with and develop the NIL policy that we have, um, we have put forth. Uh, we shared the draft version at the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association Conference, state conference, uh, recently in Wilmington. Uh, presented, I presented that along with Chad Duncan. And so we felt good about it. Obviously, it's an ever-changing landscape. And, um, and I think we, we just kind of had to look and see, you know, where we are. So what we've done this, this far as a board, the board has approved it. And um, it'll move forward. And now the, the, really everything that we approved as a board this week We'll have to go to the North Carolina State Board of Education for final uh, approval, give, I guess, their uh, thumbs up or, or stamp of approval uh, before it could really actually become official. And, um, and that's part of the MOU that we are in, you know, since uh, uh, the whole House Bill 91 and everything involving with that, that we, we went into the MOU with the State Board of Ed. So there's still another step in the process, but um, if everything goes through, Coach, you just dropped out on us. Yep. Okay. You there? there you go. Yes, we are. Go ahead. Yeah. You said okay. you, were so talking about it, that, you were talking about the MOU, coach. Yeah. yeah. And so if everything goes through and the state board would approve it, then it would be an effective date of July 1st. And obviously, um, you know, then there's a lot of education that will have to take place during the summer uh, coaches' clinic, during the summer AD's uh, summer leadership, uh, and going into next fall with uh, sports, you know, sports seasonal sports meetings and things like that and our regional meetings. So it'll be a continual process of education. Um, it is a little bit, I think we have a little bit of a mis, mis, um, I wouldn't say it's misleading, but I think there's some misinterpretations of it. I know there are some opportunities for student athletes and that's what we were trying to make sure that we provided, but we're also trying to provide some guidance there. And, um, because we feel like there's already some things going on, uh, in the state with private schools and some other, you know, groups that are trying to do some things we felt like might be um, better to have an NIL policy in place uh, than jeopardize some of our student-athletes' amateur status. And so this would align with the amateur status rule that we have already in place. It doesn't replace it. Um, and so I think it is the, – the, the thing that people look at is they see the big dollars of college-level NIL deals and um, – and I think on the high school level, uh, we're not talking about big dollars except for that really high level, you know, probably less than 1% uh, tremendous high school student athlete and uh, who, who may be able to, you know, garner that kind of uh, an NIL deal. But I think for the most part, the high school NIL, deal, NIL deals will be more, more um, like a part-time job. And, uh, you know, and they'll, the average, when we did some research, the national average was uh, – like three hours of work for an NIL deal for a high school student athlete and compensation somewhere between $60 to $120 for each of those deals. So when you start looking at it, it's not the, the um, get rich quick kind of thing. It's more uh, providing student athletes opportunity using their name, image, and likeness um, to create a brand and create some uh, income opportunity for them for, for now and for their future, you know. And, uh, and so we looked at it as, as a positive, uh, it's, it's here. It's not just coming. It's already here. And, uh, we wanted to make sure that we, we had a policy in place that we felt good about that could help protect our student athletes and, and give everybody some guidance. And, uh, that, that thinks, think where we landed, we feel good about it. 
again, now it's just a matter of does it get approved at the state board of ed? And then obviously um, there's a House bill out or a Senate bill out there, 636, that, that also now has an amendment that has some, some language that may uh, may affect or impact our, our, our NIL deal. So we'll see how it all plays out. Absolutely. And again, that voice you listen to is Todd Morgan. He is a board of directors a member for the North Carolina High School Athletic Association. Uh, and I'm assuming it, it passed 15 to 3. And with you being on the committee that uh, helped bring this forward, I'm assuming you probably voted for it, right, Coach? Well, I did. And we, you know, and it was interesting because I think um, the three that voted against it, we certainly, uh, you know, we, we respect everybody's vote on that board and everybody has to vote what they feel is best for uh, the, the, everybody is representing a region too, you know. Yeah, so a lot yeah. of times, like for me, I'm representing region two, 14 counties and cities uh, of eastern, southeastern North Carolina that goes from the Wilmington, of the Mer- South Carolina uh, coast of Brunswick County, New Hanover, uh, all the way up through, um, you know, you've got Pender County, Onslow, Carter, uh, Jones, Craven, uh, over to Pamlico. We've got Green and Wayne and Lenore and um, Duplin and, and Clinton and Sampson. So, you know, you've got a big area there. And so I always try to make sure I stay in communication with our folks and, uh, and you know, like to get kind of the their, their vibe and see where we are. But, but I also try to vote in what I think is best for our region you know, and for our state. So you try to try to keep that. So, so I think, and I actually had a couple of members who voted against it came up to me later and said, you know, now that it's, that we're going forward with it, you've got my support. Don't worry. You know, we're going to be a united front going forward. And so I felt good about that, you know, and, um, but, uh, but I did vote for it. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, as the chair of the committee, the more I got into it, the more I realized, you know, I think we need something like this in, in place so that we can again, provide guidance and, and help our student athletes and, and, um, avoid some of the pitfalls. I've seen some coaches that, you know, especially the older coaches, it seems like it, there's almost a line of demarcation, uh, coach Morgan, that, you know, these older coaches that have actually come out and said something about it that have been negative about it. And then you see the, it seems like, again, a line of demarcation, maybe it's like late thirties, uh, early forties, the late thirty, you know, the 20 something coaches, the 30 something coaches, they seem to be for it. The older coaches and, you know, <clears throat> I'm 54 also coach. So, you know, uh, <laughs> f- folks in our generation seem to have more of a problem with it. Is that something that you've noticed too? And, Maybe is it that us? Well, you are good with it, and, I, and I'm 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 coming around to it, Coach. I, let me say that it uh, because, of course, with this show, I'm going to you know me. I'm going to be trying to get a couple of Kenson athletes in North Nor and South Nor and Green Central, and you know to to sign deals with the Brian Hanks show. But have you noticed that it almost seems like there's an age discrepancy here? Is that am I am I, I totally you, wrong here? No, I think that's a fair uh, assessment. I think you're right on the money. I have heard from, you know, like you said, some of the younger 20s and 30s uh, age coaches who reached out saying, uh, you know, great job. Thanks for being, uh, progress- you know, us being a little more progressive and forward thinking and getting, not being the last one in the, <laughs> to the party kind of thing. Um, and like I said, if this all goes through, we'll be the 28th state. So we're not going to come in, um, you know, last in this deal but we certainly didn't go in as the as the lead on it either um but uh but i have heard from some coaches who i have tremendous respect for who are more my age and veterans i guess and uh and i understand you know they are a little more old school and i'm that way myself and so um 
you know, I, I can understand their position on it and respect that. But uh, but I think you're right. It does seem like there's a little more of the younger coaches who are, are quicker to, to get on board. I think we're going to have to get a few of the older veterans to come around to it a little bit. Well, there you go. Uh, nuts and bolts. And I hate to do this, Coach. We've really only got like another minute or two. I got to I got to get uh, Jackson Massey up here on the line with me. Oh, here man. <laughs> what a great guy. Jackson Massey in north, north of North. Man, great guy. He is, I, I tell you. You, you know, and I, I know I just think about it like I was thinking about coming in today, and you've got, uh, you know, between Dr. Brent Williams and Nicholas Harvey and, and Perry and uh, Tyndall and, and then, of course, Wells. I mean, guess Lenore County is just uh, unbelievable how many good folks. I didn't think about a Jackson Massey at North Lenore. You know, David Combs but, in South Lenore, uh, yeah. Oh, man, David Combs, great guy. <laughs> you know, you just got some of the best. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about – uh, well, George Whitfield always comes to mind, doesn't matter where you are in Eastern North Carolina, but uh, thinking about his Hall of Fame induction and some of the folks that were inducted into that. And then I thought about the North County Sports Hall of Fame, some of the great names inducted into that. And I was thinking about Jerry Stackhouse, North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. I mean, my gosh, we've got it just so good in um, Lenore County and Eastern North Carolina. You know, so, so many things to be proud of. Well, listen, Coach Morgan, you, as always, as always, and I've called you with tough questions before in the past, and, t- you know, and you, you've you never said no. You've always, you know, I, I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you. I, I value our friendship. I value uh, the, the times that I've covered you from, like I said, from Green Central to when you were down in Newburn to Jones Sr., even when I was doing the Holiday Invitational and, you know, that great, great year that you had, uh, with, or not great year, but that one great season yeah, yeah. in the Holiday Invitational where you shocked yeah. everybody. I mean, it just, it's been, it's been a pleasure covering you, and thank you again for coming on with me this morning, okay? Well, thank you, Hank. Appreciate it always, and uh, anytime. Always uh, look forward to being on your show. And, and look, we're going to get the kids here soon, so we'll stop by and say, hey, what? Please do. Please do. Would love to see them. Love to see you, Coach. Todd Morgan, or uh, Principal Todd Morgan, Mr. Todd Morgan, Coach Todd Morgan joining us. Thank you so much for your time this morning, sir. Okay, thank you. Have a great day, Hank. (laughs) You too, sir. That was Todd Morgan uh, coming up here in just a moment. We're going to have Jackson Massey joining us. Before we do that, though, let me tell you about uh, uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. Uh, They are the uh, title sponsor. They're the exclusive sponsor of our big interview Every day here on the Brian Hanks Show, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of uh, specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, uh, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview and joining us right now. Coach, I got to tell you, uh, you know, let me tell you, it's Jackson Massey, the athletics director, but more importantly, the head baseball coach over at North Lenore High School. And as we talked to you and uh, your counterpart down at uh, South Lenore, David Combs, yesterday, we brought up the scenario, Coach, that if if somehow East Duplin were able to come up with a win against Southwest Onslow and you win or Coach Combs wins, you would be the co-champs. By God, that's what happened. 
Coach, I'm, I'm down here in Moorhead City uh, for uh, the Region 10 tournament for Lenore Community College, but I got to tell you, I was keeping up with – I mean, I had a couple of your parents texting me during the game. I was keeping up with Junius on uh, on uh, Twitter and all that. We were cheering loudly. Myself and Lynn Hartzell were cheering loudly for you last night when that final result came through, sir. Well, I, I appreciate it, man. It, uh, it feels good and – you know, it was a it was an extremely hard fought game, and both teams played hard. And you know, we got lucky. You know, East Duplin helped us out a little bit, and so we're sitting in a very good position right now. Nah, nah, nah. I'm going to interrupt you, and I and I've never corrected you on anything, Coach Massey. But you said you got lucky. There was no luck. I mean, you make your own luck, and that's what you guys did. And again, I, I got to ask you. Of course, their game ended before yours. So East Duplin ends. Uh, they beat Southwest Onslow last night, five to nothing in Beulahville. I got. Are you getting score updates from anybody? Do you have any idea what the score is from that game, or are you just so just concentrating on? Hey, we got to beat South Nor down here in deep run. I'm going to plead the fifth <laughs> and say that I was 100% focused on. North Lenore and South Lenore, and I didn't know anything until after our game ended. <laughs> so if we put a lie detector on you there, Coach, uh, you, you would pass yeah, it, sir? Yeah, we, we need to stay away from that. Um, <laughs> I'm just happy that we won, and I found out the news after our game that East Duplin beat South. That is awesome. Well, uh, just obviously, I hate that I wasn't there last night, but from everything I saw on social media and pictures and, like I said, talking to the folks that I talked to that were at the game last night, uh, it was a pretty good little crowd. David Combs, uh, who is also the AD at South North, he got him a pretty nice little gate last night from uh, North North South North crowd, didn't he, Coach? Yeah, there was a bunch of people there. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I try not to like I try to stay in the dugout for most of the time, but you know, whenever you look outside of it, there was a lot of people all over the place, and you know, with everything being packed tight at South North, just like it is with North North, everybody's kind of walking back and forth to different different games. And, you know, by the end of when soccer and softball ended, uh, they came over to watch our game. And, yeah, it was a good crowd, man. It was a great night for just high school baseball and a great community. Well, uh, tell me a little bit. Give us a couple of heroes last night, Coach. I know, obviously, baseball is the ultimate team sport anyway. Not one player can do it. But uh, who were uh, two or three or, heck, Coach, you name as many as you want to that uh, really stood out for you last night, sir? Man, I, I think offensively, you know, just some guys that had some really good at bats. You know, Braden Alfin had some had a really good game offensively. Jacob Suggs stepped up in some huge moments, and and Jacob's been battling a back injury, so we we didn't even play him in the field. Uh, so he he had some really good at bats for us. Um, Luke Cannon had a really good night offensively, uh, and the last two innings. I think it was a sixth and a seventh and Hunter Cologne made two really good plays at shortstop and at the, to end the game, Tyler Sears, it was a wild pitch and Tyler was busting his tail to get to the ball, made a good play at the plate. That's how the game ended with Tyler threw the guy out at the plate and Jackson called it and tagged him out at home plate to win by two. That is incredible. I got to give you a chance. You're talking about the crowd. Like I said, I was talking to a lot of folks on both sides of the aisle last night from North North and South North as I'm trying to cover an LCC baseball game last night, Coach. But uh, just say I want to give you an opportunity to just uh, brag on your crowd, to brag on the folks that have just followed you guys all year long and uh, that help, help cheer you guys on to the victory last night, Coach. Yeah, I mean, look, we got a great support system over here. 
Um, you know, I think anytime our, our fans travel really good, uh, you know, I think other teams look forward to us coming there for financial reasons because of games that we – or crowds that we bring. Um, and they know baseball and they care about baseball. And, you know, that was, you know, not just because of the North or North thing. That's, that's what they – these kids have grown up playing the game at a high level. And they've brought that same atmosphere and that same energy to North Lenore. And, you know, it kind of – it can kind of put you under a microscope a little bit as far as if you lose a couple of games here and there. And, you know, people might start wondering what's wrong or what's happening. You know, you know what we got to figure it out. But that comes with the territory of being at North Lenore when it comes to baseball. Um, and I gladly accept that role and responsibility and so do our kids. And um, so, yeah, I mean, our, our fans, they're, they're, they're energetic, they're into it, they know the game, it just, it livens up the atmosphere, and, and they do a great job supporting their kids. I have said this for years, Coach, and I've said it with you here on the, on, on the air with me, I've said it behind your back, I've said, it's just, it's amazing what you have done there. I mean, and, and don't get it twisted, I know it started years ago, you've kept it up, uh, the tradition going there, but it, it's amazing what you've done there, and, and the great job that you've done with this North Lenore Hawks baseball team, but it is, it's like Kinston basketball, North Lenore baseball, South Lenore softball, a uh, parrot Academy football. I mean, it, we are so lucky in this County to have just the, the level of excellence that we do. And those are like four different sports there in different seasons and everything. And, and we are blessed here in this County to have some just great prep athletics, aren't we, sir? Yeah, we are. And, you know, and like I said, man, and you you know this, and North and North has been doing this for a long time, and they've they've done this long before I got here. And you know, I'm just excited that the the kids, any any coach will tell you that you know you can't be a good coach without good players. And we've been blessed. You know, we we've had so many talented kids come through this program since I've been here, um, and they keep it going. We just try to really keep them in the right direction and tweak some little things here and there. Um, you know, but I'm just excited for these guys and, and, you know, to be mentioned with some of those teams, there's still a couple of uh, humps that we need to get over as a program and, and, and we need to get over as coaches and, uh, and we're trying our best to do that every single day, but you know, the, the kids are what make the program. We're just trying our best to not screw it up and, uh, knock on wood. We, I feel like we've done a pretty good job so far, but you know, we're going to go as far as what the kids want to, want to take us and. You know, I'm excited to be a part of the ride. Well, you've done an outstanding job. Next up, this is my last question for you. Like I said, we're here for a good time, not a long time. I appreciate you joining me here. At the last minute, I should let people know that, too. I messaged you about 10 minutes before the show starts, and you graciously, as you always do, oh, Coach, fine. I appreciate you. But got to ask you, okay, so now we're waiting for tomorrow. I guess the brackets and everything come out. You, you, you have a good feel, I'm sure, of where you guys are going to be. What kind of seed do you think you're going to be? You're definitely going to be at home for the first round, maybe even the first two rounds. Just get me caught up on that and get our listeners caught up on where you think the North Lenore Hawks are going to be here in the state playoff race, sir. I think we will be a four. Okay. Uh, I was hoping that we would – I hope. I was hoping that the win last night would bump us up to three. Uh, but I think we're going to be four uh, right now. That's what the RPI has us. At, and I mean, there's, I don't see anything happening that will make us drop. Um, so I think we're going to be a four. So that would put us at the home for the first three rounds. Uh, but again, 
you know, I'm worried about Tuesday and, you know, see who we got to play and, and game plan for them. And, um, but, yeah, right now I think I think we're going to be a four, but okay. I could be mistaken. Who are the two or three teams that uh, that it looks like you may end up facing off against on Tuesday night over in Wheat Swamp? <clears throat> um, I've seen some projections against Princeton. I've seen a projection against James Keenan. Um, I think that would be I, – I don't know – you know, because the conference champion, you get the top one of the top ten seeds. Yeah, and I don't. There's a couple of conference champions that have a, a lower RPI that will automatically get bumped up into that top ten just from being a champion. And I don't. That's where I get. That's where it gets fuzzy as far as some of those lower seeds might drop or, or raise a couple of play, a couple of spots. But the two that I've seen. Um, would either be Princeton or James Keenan, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, there you go. Well, listen, uh, I cannot even begin to tell you. And, again, I, this is not hyperbole. This is I'm telling you, we were getting inning-by-inning inning updates at Big Rock Stadium, and I'm getting them from, like I said, a couple of your parents on the North and North team. I had a South and North guy doing it. I had Junius sending me updates, too. It was uh, – and when that final result came through, especially knowing – that uh, East Dublin taking care of business against Southwest coach. Hey, an audible cheer erupted from uh, the press box at Big Rock Stadium. Okay, sir? I appreciate it. And shout out Thomas Hill playing at LCC right now. He's a former Hawk, and they're yep. doing great things over there at the North Community College, too. So. Well, they are. Listen, coach, congratulations. It could not happen to a better person and a better group of kids than what are ha taking place over there at North North. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Good luck with uh, the the uh, when the prep release comes out tomorrow, and then hopefully we can talk to you next week, too, as you're getting ready for the playoffs, sir. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Thank you, Coach. That's Jackson Massey from uh, North North High School. And as we keep going here, we are going to get uh, Lynn Hartzell up on the line with us. He's a Region 10 commissioner. And uh, before we do that, though, let me tell you about how about a Rendell Parrot Academy? They are the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Uh, listen, a Parrot Academy students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kenston. Again, thank you so much to David Moody, all the folks over at Randall Parrot Academy for being one of our day one sponsors here on the Brian Hank Show. And we keep just plugging along here on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. One of the all-timers joining us here. It's Lynn Hartzell. He's a Region 10 Commissioner. Uh, and, uh, man, some exciting baseball took place yesterday, uh, down here in, uh, Moorhead city in the region 10 tournament. And, uh, he joins us now on our Spence automotive guest line. How are you doing this morning, coach? Um, uh, got two picks holding my eyes open, but excited <laughs> for day two. I gotta ask because, uh, the final pitch last night was 1137, by the time I got through yep. talking to uh, Coach Smith uh, from LCC and uh, walked out to my car, when I started my car, it was twelve. It hit twelve o'clock. Uh, what time did you get through uh, last night? What time? What time did you finally uh, get to not put toothpicks and keeping your eyes open, but uh, actually uh, get some sleep this morning? Well, here's my issue. I don't care if I'm watching a game or participating in a game. I've got to have some wind down time after a game um and it was probably about 1 30 before i finally shut them down wow and yet here's I know, that, already this yeah that, 
that's not a good trait to have. But, you know, I mean, if it's in you, it's in you. And I don't care if you're coaching, watching, playing. Uh, it's hard to squelch that competitive spirit. And uh, so I had to have some downtime, watch a little TV, and dozed off uh, last night probably about one thirty. There you go. Uh, that voice list is Lynn Hartzell, Region 10 Commissioner of the Region 10 Tournament, taking place at Big Rock Stadium uh, over in Moorhead City. And, uh, Coach, before we can jump into that, I wanted to give you an opportunity to uh, talk. Uh, just you and I, we were keeping up with the score updates last night from North, North, South, North. They clinched the uh, the number one seat out of the East Central 2A. I just wanted to give you a chance to give some congratulations there to a, a program that you're pretty familiar with over there in Wheat Swamp, Coach. Absolutely. Uh, big shout out to North Lenore, Coach Massey, and a very senior-laden class who've had a lot of success. Uh, you know, there's expectations at North Lenore and Coach Massey and those kids accept those and, and uh, you know, shoulder the program on. Also, congratulations to South Lenore. The way they finished the season was oh, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, you know, kind of struggled a little bit earlier. And uh, I know uh, Coach Combs had a little senior meeting and that kind of turned it around. Uh, but, you know, they could have thrown in the towel and said, we're done. But, uh, that's not the South and way. That's not Coach Combs' way. And I know it was a, an exciting atmosphere last night in deep run. Absolutely. And I was talking to, you know, like I, I did tell uh, Coach Massey, we just had him on the line right before you. And I was telling him how I was sitting there, you know, everybody's messaging me. I mean, I had a couple of guys from North and North, one guy from South and North. I had Junius Smith keeping me up to date with everything, too. And I did tell him that when uh, the final result came through, uh, th- there might have been a little audible, uh, <laughs> a little audible cheer that came out of the press box there, at Big Rock Stadium, Coach. <laughs> well, I mean, it, the good thing about last night, it was a win-win for Lenore County oh, yeah. and our community. Um, and you know, I mean, I think both teams have built momentum going into the playoffs, and you know, that's the biggest thing. You want to be playing your best baseball at the end of the year. Well, that's what's happening right now also with Lenore Community College. Uh, and I'll tell you what, before we get to LCC, I do want to talk about all the other results that happened yesterday. Uh, the three seed out of the West, Patrick and Henry, defeated the two seed uh, from the East, Brunswick, 9-7. to seven. I'm not going to lie to you, Coach. That result, now you, you were there for all the games yesterday. That one kind of surprised me a little bit, Coach. Well, I've told people coming in, I think there's six teams that can legitimately win this thing. Um, so I thought this is as wide open a Division Two tournament as we've ever had. So I don't see anything being upset. Um, and, you know, in the third game, number three seed in the East Pit beat uh, Cleveland, number two in the West, 10 to four. So uh, that just goes to show you, I think in the East, there wasn't a lot of difference between Pitt, uh, um, Brunswick, and Lenore in the West. There wasn't a ton of difference in Cassava Valley and Patrick and Henry and Cleveland. So, you know, that's why you play it on the field. You find out for that day, uh, and then you go on to day two. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about Catawba Valley. I mean, I, I, that, I, they win 12 to eight. That was the second game yesterday, coach and Brighton Stratton, the number four seed out of the East really, I mean, was the game as close as that final score indicated coach? Oh, absolutely. And Brighton Stratton is talented. Um, and, you know, it's a good thing this tournament isn't at Brighton Stratton's field because if it was, nobody else should show up. Brighton Stratton <laughs> would win it. But uh, they've got a lot of talent. They like playing the long ball. 
Um, and I tell you, the wind was was blowing out yesterday, and it kind of, the wind kind of decreased as the day went on. Um, but it, uh, you know, those first two games there were quite a few long balls hit, and and that was the difference. I think in the Patrick and Henry game, out of their nine runs, eight came on home runs. Um, so we didn't see the fireworks later on in the day last night because the wind had died down, but. It's amazing what the wind can do to a baseball coming off aluminum bat. Well, I got to tell you, at Lenore Community College, we talked about it in our first hour. We had some uh, sound from uh, Gary Smith. So uh, for listeners who missed that, we're not going to deep dive into the LCC game because uh, we did a a good 15 minutes on it in the first hour. So go to brianhanks.com. You can listen to it there. Listen to the replay uh, at 3 o'clock on 107.5 in New Bern and Greenville or 960 the Bull. Uh, in Kenson. I, I keep wanting to say right here in Kenson, but coach, I'm in Pine No Shores <laughs> right now. <laughs> it sounds hey, weird to say. Hey. What impressed What's you? better than baseball at the beach, oh, you know? absolutely, sir. Absolutely. I did, however, I do, uh, I did want to get a good 45 seconds a minute, just uh, your reflection on that LCC 12-4 to 4 win over Wake Tech last night, coach. Well, I mean, it was typical LCC that I've seen all year. Uh, they swung the bats well. They had the number one pitcher. You know, and then Wake Tech actually struck first, but, uh, you know, the kid from Lenore does not bat an eye. He just goes out there and does his business. And, you know, at the end of the game, the Lancers are on top, and that's the way it's been with most of his starts this year. But, uh, you know, that's the Lancers for you. And they'll uh, take on Pitt tonight. It's, it's uh, amazing. <laughs> We've got uh, uh, East versus East. Uh, in the 10 o'clock game, uh, Brunswick versus Bryant Stratton. We got West versus West in the 1 o'clock game, Cleveland, Wake Tech, both loser bracket games. So two teams are going home the first two uh, games. Uh, winner bracket, Patrick and Henry versus Catawba Valley at 4. And the nightcap, Pitt versus Lenore at 7. And before you say anything about the time, uh, that's the scheduled time. <laughs> Coach, you, you read my mind perfectly because I was getting ready to say uh, asterisk, asterisk, allegedly at 7 o'clock tonight. Yeah. Allegedly might be uh, a good term that's usually uh, used in trial cases, but uh, it can be used for our, our times, I guess, in baseball too. But, I mean – you know, uh, just like last night, it happened in the last game, but we had a shortened, a run shortened game. So we were able to get out here a little bit earlier. All it takes is that to happen one game during the day and you're back on schedule. Uh, so, you know, it, it can be wacky, but uh, like I t- told you the other day, um, dead time at a baseball stadium is not good. It is not, other than I tell you what. Uh, just to encourage more people to come down tonight, uh, man, that the concessions over at uh, Big Rock uh, Stadium, dude. Yeah, it, it, that's hard to. I mean, I got to tell you, I love them at Historic Granger Stadium. Go, don't get it twisted for uh, Down East Wood Ducks games, but I'm not so sure that what uh, Buddy has going on over at Big Rock Stadium isn't as good as what we have over at Historic Granger Stadium, Coach. Well, uh, Buddy and his family, they own a lot of businesses, restaurants, one of them. Uh, other than baseball, I think cooking and country music are Buddy's other two passions. Uh, but he can mix something up together. And he's always tinkering and trying new things. But uh, if you get to the ballpark and go, hmm, I forgot to eat. Or <laughs> you might even want to plan eating here. But it is delicious food coming out of that concession stand. And 
I mean, we do expect a really good crowd tonight for oh, Kid yeah. and, and Lenore for the nightcap. I can't wait, Coach. I'm telling you, I absolutely positively can't wait for that game. Again, <clears throat> asterisk, scheduled for 7 o'clock tonight, Pitt Community <laughs> College against uh, – and i got to ask you, put on your – and you have pretty much the whole time, but keep your Region 10 commissioner hat on. you got to be pretty happy that your nightcap game, our arch rivals, Pitt Community College, taking on LCC in that nightcap game, Coach. Well, I am happy about it, but I tell you who's more happy is Buddy Bingo and the Moorhead City Marlins because, uh, <laughs> you know, they get the they get the gate money. Um, they were the first one in our region. They came to us and said, hey, we're not going to charge you for the facility. We'll pay for umpires if we can keep the gate. And that spread into uh, the west side, Burlington doing that. Also spread into D2 softball doing that. And now D1 baseball down in Lexington, South Carolina does that. So uh, if anybody's out there is listening that would love to host any of our region tournaments across all sports, <laughs> if you tell us no cost of facility and you'll pay for officials, you can keep the gate and we'll say thank you. I love it, and I love that that's what you've done with this, too. Well, listen, Coach, can't wait to see you. I know you're anticipating. It's going to be a beautiful day of baseball yes. again, uh, beginning here as we're doing this live in just a, a shade over an hour from right now, Coach. So, listen, yep. uh, Lynn Hartzell, thank you so much. You bring the ratings. All I got to do is say Lynn Hartzell's on the show, <laughs> and uh, all of Lenore County will tune in, okay? Well, I appreciate it, and I think my agent will be contacting yours. <laughs> Love it. Coach Hartzell, we'll, we'll Linda's coming with me tonight. We'll see you a little bit later on today, sir. Sounds good. Safe travels, and hope to see uh, a lot of the North people coming. There you go. That's Lynn, That's Coach Lynn Hartzell, the Region 10 Commissioner of – and. Uh, Man, put those headphones back on over there, uh, Linda. Uh, man, as we wrap up today's show, uh, you got to tell me, uh, was it sounding any better? I know you uh, stepped Actually, away for a little bit. Yeah, it stayed on longer <laughs> and was better, but, you know, it cut off. Yeah. Come back on, and then it'd stay on. But the funny thing is, they would say something like, um, okay, for example, earlier when one of the coaches was talking about catching bullets yeah it would repeat that part <laughs> three or four times i'm like why does it pick something it's, like that? it's because of the the wi-fi yeah. here but anyway listen linda thank you for uh helping me keep my sanity today mm -hmm. thank you to all our guests today in the first hour again paul whittington we had gary smith in our second hour here the great todd morgan jackson massey the awesome Lynn Hartzell, and then Linda Winnington. We had six guests on today's nice. show. One again, thank Danny Rice. Yes. Uh, big time. Danny thank and you Johnny Rice. There you yes. go. Hey, don't forget, we had you talked about the barbecue festival on the news this weekend in Kenston. Oh, yeah. Go and enjoy that. It starts at 5 o'clock tonight. Uh, listen, thank you for listening to today's show. We will see you on Monday on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Wave it, everybody, Linda. I'm waving. Bye-bye.